G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kiora, good morning. Welcome to Trot's Talk for the big week of the year for the harness racing industry. It is New Zealand Cup week. It's also a massive week, of course, for our friends in the galloping and the greyhound industries. We wish them the best of luck for what lies ahead in Canterbury. Tuesday, 5.36pm. If you finish work early enough, you can come along and watch. It is Cup Day at Addington. The IRT New Zealand Cup may be New Zealand's greatest race of any of the three codes, first held in 1904. To win this, you need to be a wonderful horse. The best horses who win it go on to be the champions, the Cardigan Bays, the Lazaruses, the Johnny Globes, the Christian Cullens. At around about 5.40 on Tuesday, another name will be added to that list on a day where the legends like Monkey King and Terror to Love and Lazarus lead the parade of the cup down to the presentation area. It's a day with 13 races, more group ones away from the cup. The open class trotters are there. But once they've run the races, once the alcohol's been drunk, once we all leave to head into the centre of Christ to, to continue the party We've all deserved for the last couple of years. There's only one race everybody will be talking about. It's Greg O'Connor's favourite race. I say good morning to you, Grego. The IRT New Zealand Cup. And it feels like Cup Day is two days away, which it hasn't felt like for about a thousand days. Yeah, morning to you, Michael. Yes, the 119th running of the great race, and you're right. We all need this day, and it's going to be enormous, kicking off at 12 o'clock. The great race at 5.36 for $600,000, and everything that's happened in the last six weeks is building to a beautiful crescendo for the 3,200-metre feature. We've got the last two winners of the Cup. We've got two Australians here. We've got the Carter Delgetti story with Krug. We've got the Butcher story, the three of them, Benjamin, Zachary, and, of course, uh, their father, David, driving in the race. We've got Tony Hurlihy back in the race, having his 31st drive in the New Zealand Cup, and he hasn't won one. For 30 years, Michael, or 29 to be absolutely exact. So it's all there. It's all about to unfold. The talking is not too far away from stopping, and uh, I just can't wait to get into it on this show today because we've got some super guests. We surely have your chance to be involved in our Cup Day special, and thank you to the TAB and, of course, Harness Racing New Zealand. Uh, hrnz.co.nz will have huge coverage over the next couple of days. Your chance to get involved. Open your phone up as you're listening very shortly to Zachary Butcher. Text into double eight double three. We want your name, your TAB account number, uh, where you are in the country, and the code word for today is simple. C-U-P, cup. It's cup week. Three cups down there at Addington and Rickerton. Cup is the code word. Get that in and give us your thoughts if you want who do you think wins the cup? Who do you want to win the cup? It may not be the logic, it might be the heart. 
8833. Come be part of our show today as we talk about the IRT New Zealand Cup. Before we talk to Zachary Butcher, let's go back a year to see just what it's like to be there on Cup Day. Last year there was no crowd, but the racing, the quality of the iconic event, it never changes. It's copy that by a neck on South Coast Arden. Classy Brigade driven up in the trail. Purden motionless on self-assured. Then came Lather from Still the Show and Cango. 27 won the back straight quarter. Orange now goes for copy that as they turn for home. A length and a half on South Coast Arden. Self-assured needs to get busy as copy that went for home at the 200. Two and a half clear of self-assured in South Coast Arden. It's copy that's cut though. Chew up ladies. He's done it. Copy that won the New Zealand Cup by two and a half on self-assured. Just a reminder of A, how good copy that is, and B, how hard it is to come from off the marker pegs, Greg, to win the Cup, because it's not impossible, but when horses like copy that or self-assured the year before when he was sitting in the trail, Lazarus for a couple of Cups, when these good horses get up against the marker pegs, you need to be very, very special to get past them. Yeah, absolutely you do, Michael. And this year's Cup, I'm not saying they'll break the 353-1 of Lazarus, but they will break 355, I'm sure of that. And therefore, if you have to come wide on the track at any stage of the race, it's going to take a very special horse to be able to win it. So, yep, marker pegs. Another great example was Steele, the show who's on the ballot for this year's Cup, was in on the marker pegs and ran a career-best race to run fourth. So, uh, yep, it's going to be imperative to get the right sort of run, and the man we're about to speak to is driving as well as anybody in the land, Zachary Butcher. And he does have inside knowledge on two of the major contenders. He drives Old Town Row, but, of course, he also catch-drove Copy that last start at Cambridge. Good morning to you, Zachary. I know you're a man who likes to take things in your stride these days, but even you must be excited about Tuesday. Yeah, pretty exciting times, team. Um, weather's supposed to be good. It's a great cup field. Uh, yeah, just hoping that we get the right run on the day. Let's talk about your horse, who you drive for your good friends, Josh and John Dickey, Old Town Road. Has he surprised you how quickly he's got to be one of the favourites in the Cup? Because before Ashburton, we didn't know. Did you know how good he was? Yeah, I always uh, had the confidence in him. And obviously, John has always thought pretty highly of the horse. And I've always said, you know, they don't go through the grades like he did and do it as easy as what he did it. So... Uh, Ashburn was always going to be the teller to see, you know, how far forward in his campaign he was. But I think it sort of proved to everyone that he definitely deserves his spot in the cup and, and to be probably one of the favourites. A few days later, you were the catch driver for Copy That when he won off a remarkable 70 metres behind at Cambridge. 316 obliterating the national record for 2,700 metres from a standing start. As best you can... Compare, copy that, with Old Town Road. They stand alongside each other at the start this week and their chances this week and their strength and weaknesses. Talk to us about these two wonderful horses. I'm pretty lucky, really, aren't I, to be able to drive two good horses uh, that far apart. So, um, yeah, count with blessings. But different sort of horses come, you know, this cup day. I think, you know, in the future, Old Town Road, he's obviously going to get stronger and, Probably next year's cup, you're going to be able to do a little bit more work with them. But this year, we're going to have to, you know, drive it as a 
sort of sit and see what everyone else does and, and hope for a bit of luck. And he's obviously got the speed, as you saw, in Ashburton to, to pick them up on Cup Day if he's near enough to them. Where, copy that, you could uh, say he's a wee season campaigner now. He's uh, had a bit of tough racing in Aussie and he's ready for his assignment, that's for sure. He's, he's proven he can do work. He loves it in front. He's uh, a great stand start horse with great manners. So he, he's got all the... Uh, all the boxes ticked with my guy. You know, it's a big day. Cup day, you guys would know more than anyone. It's, uh, it can get pretty loud. There's a lot of marquees on the inside of the track and there's a lot going on. So it's a um, it's a big sort of assignment for my guy. You know, he's going to have to be on his best behaviour. And I think my uh, biggest aim is just to make sure I step away and then after that we'll just we'll see what happens, I suppose. Zachary's the most inexperienced runner in the field, having had just the 12 starts. That's the number that Mainland Banner was having when she lined up and won the Cup. How important was it to take him to Addington with those marquees and a bit going on for the Cup trial for your chances in the big race? Oh, I think, yeah, like John had always planned that out. He, he really wanted the horse to have a look around Addington and... Uh, he actually handled himself really well. I know there wasn't, you know, many people and a lot of noise, but like you said, there was enough going on around the track that he got to have a good look at it. Um, he steered a lot better, I thought. Uh, we made a few changes to his gear, and he was great. So uh, I do think he will be fine, honestly. Cup there, I think he'll be all right. We're, we're lucky enough we've drawn the outside, so we'll have a bit of time to walk in, whereas your ones on the inside of the track, they might just have to stand a touch longer than us. So as long as they're out there and he's nice and relaxed, I think he'll be fine. Zach, you've had eight previous drives in the Cup. You've been placed, I know. How how special will it be for you and the family on Tuesday? You get out there, you're, you're parked up alongside your dad, your brother Benjamin's on the back row. Um, I know I've talked to you this a few about this a few times, but um, it's a big day for your family. Yeah, it's all slowly sinking in. I've just had a quiet weekend at home, which is it's been quite nice leading into a Cup there. I think you know, I've been pretty busy down south driving a lot, so I've just been floating around the house, obviously going over the fields. Um, but yeah, like it's starting to sink in. It's a, it is going to be a, an awesome day. And I, big thing for me, it's probably the most exciting cup we've seen in a while, and I'm lucky enough to be a part of it and have a horse that's going to be very competitive on the day. So yeah, just take it all in your stride, enjoy the moment, and I'm sure we'll have a couple of beers after and, and soak up what the day really meant. Zachary, it's a big day for you. It kicks things off in the first race where you train Call Me Trouble uh, as well in race number one, but also you drive a little horse that you have huge admiration for. His name is Merlin. He's unbeaten on race day and at the trials. If that run is to continue, he's going to have to do something outstanding from barrier 15 in the Woodland Sire Stakes final. Can he do it? Uh, yes, it's going to have to be outstanding. Honestly, I'm going to sit here. He's going to need luck to go his way, but if there's any horse that you know I've driven over the last few years that can do it, it'll have to be him. Um, I think pretty highly of him. He's, he's got a bright future, uh, as everyone knows. It's a sort of race, you know, we've seen over the years past that they can win from bad draws as long as they go hard, which obviously that's where our luck has, has got to come into it. Um, there's going to have to be a bit of speed early. It's going to have to be a a few people, you know, getting itchy hands and driving a, a bit of a different race. So if that happens, uh, it's going to bring him right into it. He's got the speed to beat them. And, and like you said, he's never been beaten. He just knows when to put that head in front. Zach, you've been lucky enough to win major races at Addington before. And, of course, you've won races on Cup Day. 
We hear this this wave of noise that happens, particularly in the cup around the 400 metre mark, but when they get to the 250 in particular. As a driver, can you hear that? Are you aware of the crowd? Will the cup for you feel different this year with maybe 18 or 20,000 people than it felt last year with 1,200? Oh, 100%. Um, you know, it was even like the Melbourne Cup, no, no one there, only the trainers and, and a few owners. It's a, it's a whole different feeling when you got that crowd there. Obviously, a few of them have had a few too many beers by that race and uh, they all get pretty excited and loud. And I think generally when you're out there and you're focused, you don't tend to hear them as much, but um, in the races before and that you do, but when... When the cup comes around, you're so in the zone that you're probably not really thinking or listening to anything else apart from getting that line in first place. If you couldn't drive Old Town Road in the IRT New Zealand Cup on Tuesday night, but you were allowed to drive any other horse in the race, unbiasedly as possible, who would you like to drive? Honestly, uh, Rock and Roll do. Uh, going up against them the other day in that trial and obviously spending a bit of time with them around at Kentucky and Lodge is a a wonderful horse is going places. And um, I think Mick, uh, he'll have him spot on on the day. Uh, he's, his preparation leading up into the Cup's just been outstanding. And I know he'll be he'll be spot on. He's got the manners. He can do a bit of work. So he would be the horse that, um, that I'd jump on. I've sort of looked at it from a long way out, and I've always thought he's been the one to beat. So hopefully we can beat him with Old Town Road. But, um, yeah, he would be the other pick. Mate, I won't say enjoy your day. You seem to enjoy every day, but enjoy the experience. <laughs> um, mate, we're looking forward to seeing you down there at, uh, at your new home at Addington. Um, any, but just an announcement for the ECN uh, followers. Any any wedding plans at all? Is there anything we need to know about here, Zach? No, not yet. Not yet, team. Like I said, I, I have to build up a bit of dust courage to uh, ask the in-laws whether I get the blessing or not. So we'll leave that till uh, after Cup Day and... Um, We'll see where life takes us, but like I said, we're just—it's—it's it's a good time in racing. It's a exciting time. It's—it's um, it's good to be a part of. So I can't wait to get there, and we'll catch up with you boys, no doubt. And uh, hopefully, everyone has a has a super day, and we can all celebrate it after. Zachary Butcher, driver of Old Town Road, driver of Merlin, trainer of Call Me Trouble, and. Greg, just one of the great storylines for those who are just joining us who don't know the harness racing scene, Zachary and his brother Benjamin, or Zach and Ben, drive their father. David is in the race driving Kango. Now, it has happened before, but numerically, if you go through the percentage chances of this happening in your life, are pretty staggering. Yeah, they are. And of course, David has had success in 2008 with changeover. So he obviously has the experience in not only this race, but the two and a half thousand winners that he's been able to drive. And yeah, it'll, it'll be a great occasion. Um, if you get a chance to watch the box seat, which will be out later this afternoon, you'll see uh, an interview with Zachary talking about what it means to the family and uh, his late grandfathers be looking down. They'll be massively proud of, of having that number out on the track. And, um, yep, I'm sure they won't let any of their charges down. They're all very talented horsemen in their own right. That's Zachary Butcher. We have plenty more people to talk to this morning on Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. Don't go too far away. Get the phone out. Text into double eight double three. We want to know your name, your TRV account number, the code word is CUP, and who you think's going to win this big thing. This big, giant, legendary thing at 5.36 on Tuesday night. Come enjoy the fun here on Trot's Talk. We'll take a break on the other side. Some more inside word 
on the Cup Heroes. Well, welcome back to Trots Talk. We want you to jump on board and come join the show. Text into double eight double three your name, your TAB account number. We need the number, not the pin. We've had a couple of little blues this morning. <laughs> I know it's been a long week with the Melbourne Cup, but it's going to be longer by the time we get to next Sunday. Uh, and the code words Cup. Also tell us who you think will win the Cup. Uh, Mick Stanley can't enter, by the way. He's the Australian trainer driver of rock and roll. Do he joins us on the phone now, Mick? Is there any reason we shouldn't back the big fella on Tuesday, Mick? Because he's been here for a couple of weeks. You've had time to sort out the standing starts, get him happy and healthy. Is he where he needs to be? As I say, good morning to you. I'll start with um, two nine four six seven six cup and rock and roll. Do um, no, good morning, Mick. Um, uh, yeah, no, look, he, he's really well. He's uh, Since the trial, he's um, he's trained on super. Um, yeah, and, and like, couldn't be happier um, at the minute, you know, this close to the race with uh, with how the preparation has gone. You've got the second line barrier draw, and that suggests you might have to come sit parked. You've done it before in races like the Pale Face Addies. You've done it before in races like the Victoria Cup. Does it concern you sitting parked potentially in a New Zealand Cup? Uh, not really. Um, if, if we have to go there, um, yeah, it won't concern us. But, I mean, and it'll all depend on the tempo of the race and, and when we have to go there, of course. Um, you know, obviously, uh, over the two miles, you, you wouldn't want to, want to be going there and, and sitting parked, uh, you know, for, for 3,000 of the 3,200, of course. So, um, yeah, if we have to get there at some stage... Um, you know, around the mile, the, the 1,200-metre mark, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'd be really content with that. Mick, your, your late great mentor, Gavin Lang, what sort of advice would he give you going into this wonderful occasion and this wonderful race? And what do you think he'd say to you if he was still here? He was a man of a uh, few words, um, Gav. So, But I think, um, I think what he would tell me is, is uh, everything we just talked about going to the breeze? He he would he would just be shaking his head at me. He would he would he'd be wanting me to be really patient. So um, yeah, so maybe I might have to adjust a little bit, Greg. All right, the thirty-two hundred meters. It's tripped a few drivers up in the past. You've been watching a lot of videos. What have you taken out of the last say decade of New Zealand Cups to give you the confidence that you will pull the right rein? Um, I'm not too sure, um, to be honest. I, I think um, out of all the, the races I've watched, I mean, obviously you need to make your move at the right time because um, there can be that many moves. Sometimes if, if you're the first one to go, you can end up back where you started before you know it. So um, I think that's uh, going to be a really tactical uh, part of the race to, uh, to, to see what happens there. So... Um, even though I've watched a lot of replays and that, and I've sort of got a little idea in my head how how the race could be run, um, you sort of need to be mindful to um, still drive the race as it unfolds to how my horse feels so, um, you know, we don't do anything uh, out of the ordinary. So it's going to be tricky, and, it, and I mean, that's what makes it a great race, isn't it? Um, you know, you can go, and, go in with the, all the well-said plans, but... Um, when you're out there in the moment, it can come unstuck very quickly. Your host, Cran and Chrissy Dalgetty, have given you a steer on invitation only earlier on in the race. That'll that'll help settle the news on, on race day? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, look, I, I generally don't get too nervous anyway. So, but um, you know, just personally, um, you know, it was great. I, I wasn't aware that they were going to uh, to do that. So, um, fantastic that I'll be able to to have a sit on a horse on, on Cup Day around Addington to get a feel of the track, um, get a feel of the the, the tempo of the races um, and that because different tracks can be can be really funny. You can get out there and big track like Addington. Um, you, you can be going a lot quicker than, than what you feel. So, um, yeah, it's really important and uh, really grateful that they, they gave me the opportunity to uh, to drive invitation only. Mick, we could go over all the reasons you could or may not or will win the Cup on Tuesday. If there was anything you could change about the Cup preparation for Rock and Roll Do, what would it be? Um, I, honestly, honestly, Mick... Um, so far, I wouldn't change anything. That might uh, change after the race, but um, the, the horse is just in a really happy place. Um, everything's gone to plan into Ashburton. Um, so at the moment, I, I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, we're really we're really comfortable um, with where, where we're at with him. Mate, good luck. Um, it's great to have you here. Great to have the owners here, your dad here. There's going to be a heap of Australians coming and spending money in the bars and the hotels and the Ubers and contributing to the economy. Um, you're part of that process, mate. So good luck uh, on Tuesday and also backing up next Friday, almost certainly in the free-for-all. Yep, thanks very much, guys. Mick Stanley, who has rock and roll do, who is an outstanding horse, won the Victoria Cup. One of the horses he beat in the Victoria Cup is Copy That. Copy That's trainer Ray Green joins us now. I know you're happy to be home, Ray. Uh, Copy That seems happy to be home. Not that Christchurch is his home, but he seems happy to be back in New Zealand. Do you notice any difference in Copy That from the horse we saw at Melton a month ago? Uh, yes, I think um, he's he's thrived since he's come back. Um, um, he, you know, he was it was pretty much um, he was you know a bit un, unfit over there. I've got to say. Um, Racing over there certainly enhanced him and um, come back and done nothing wrong. Same barrier draw as last year. Let's say the same thing happens at the start and he wins the the race to potentially get the early lead. Say it's there. Would you like to see him in front of the cup again? And if a rock and roll do, who I'm sure you have enormous respect for, comes knocking, do you hand up or do you say to Blair, you just go out there and stay in front? Well, that's Blair's call, but um, he's he's won plenty from um, in front, and I'd be happy if he got there easy, and uh, he'd, he'd be he wouldn't be handing up, I wouldn't think. Um, so no, I'd I'd be very happy if that same scenario um, eventuated this time. It'd be great. Ray, I got the chance to have a chat to you on Friday and we stood there with Copy That, who was squealing. He was letting everybody know he's feeling good in himself. Is he even better than what he was this time last year? Um, I wouldn't say he's any better uh, in as much that... Um, he, but he is stronger. He's um, he's, growing, he's growing quite a bit this, this time in and... Um, He's a much bigger, stronger horse than than he was last year. So, um, but, uh, and he's just as fast, I think. So, yeah, I think he's as good anyway as last year. Ray, in your mind, 
who who's the hardest to beat? Who, who's the one horse that you fear the most, or rather a few? Um, I've, uh, the, the one that impressed me was um, Rock and Roll Do. Um, I, I was quite taken by him. He's um, he's a horse that can make his own luck, I think. And um, yeah, I think if he gets a, a half decent trip, he'd be the one to beat. Ray, this time last year you won the cup, which everybody wants to do, but you had to watch it in Pukekohe because you weren't allowed to travel. It's, it seems like a story from a million years ago. Um, how much more does it mean yeah. to be down there, to be to be able to go to the track and win, lose or draw, shake hands, to see people you haven't seen for a while? Is it is it a more exciting experience this time around? Uh, well, it's, it's much nicer, yes, but, um, you know, it's probably, it can get So we just seem to have lost Ray there, but as you heard, it's much nicer. So we'll, we'll bounce out of that. Ray, thank you for your time. We seem to be losing you in a bad area there. So uh, Ray Green with his thoughts there, Greg. And look, very comforting to hear he thinks the horse is at least as good as last season. I'm willing to semi-wipe his Australian form. He was good in Australia last year, actually, in Queensland. But I just didn't think the horse looked entirely comfortable in Victoria. How much... Emphasis, percentage points do you shave off for the fact that he did have a minor bleed uh, four starts ago now? Or is that something you just don't care about? I I just completely disregard that because uh, he's clearly bounced off it. And I think punters should be buoyed or given confidence by what Blair Orange said after he won off 55 at Auckland. Said he just gave him an amazing feel. Um, obviously, he hadn't driven him since Cup Day last year, but he, he, he said it was just awesome. And we just heard from Zachary saying that, um, you know, he, he's an incredible horse. And what what will be different this year, Michael, is if he does find the front, there's no picnic for him out in front this year. There'll be pressure. And Blair may have a decision to make whether he stays in front or takes a trail. And talking to him about... Him coming from behind at Alexandra Park has given him confidence that he doesn't have to lead. We all think he'll get there, but if he doesn't, the race is not over for him. No, very much so. In fact, in in his New Zealand wins since last year, all three of them, three out of four starts, have been coming from off the speed, and he came from off the speed when he ran second to Old Town Road by a neck back in August. So clearly he can come from back in the field. I just don't think they really want to because that means you have luck as a factor. Plenty of other great horses in the race, but what you heard in the first half an hour here is the enormous respect from Zach Butcher, from Ray Green, for Rock and Roll Dude. The market respects him as well. He'll be around $5 by the time we get to the Cup. Copy that, I think, will take support. There will be drifters in the market. One of the great horses of the last five years in this country, in any code, has been self-assured He's won the race by Grins, two Auckland Cups and a New Zealand Cup. He gets our best ever driver and for some reason he's $8 to win the Cup. He's only been unplaced twice in his career, $8 to win the Cup. Let's find out from his co-trainer Mark Purden after this break exactly what's going on with Self Assured, Spankham and Akuta and his huge Cup Day team. Get those texts in to double eight double three. Your name, your TAB account number, not someone else's. Um, the word cup, and who do you think is going to win the cup? Come join your show here on ECNZ.
Welcome back to Tross Talk. It's great to get those texts in and heaps of people going for the Australian Rock and Roll Do. We've had Phil coming and saying Spankum can win. Rock and Roll Do's been the flavour though, along with Copy That. Keith from Wellington, or from Mount Wellington, has texted self-assured can win. That'll please Mark Purden if he can. Mark, good morning. Uh, must be unusual going into a New Zealand Cup after the last five or six years where you had the dominant favourites and you were all anybody's talking about. And now, Mark, for this Cup, you're back in the pack. Yes, yes, that is. <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing sometimes, Mick, either. So uh, I'm sort of happy with the, where the team's at, but it's a, it's assembled a good field, and, and there's, you know, with the Australians there, it adds a, adds a lot of flavour to it, and, uh, and you've you certainly got to respect both of those horses. They're very, very good horses. Yeah. Mate, it's been a tricky time for you since Ash Burton. I know that you had blood tests taken of horses, most importantly, like self-assured. Um, what did you find with those horses who have had those form concerns over the last couple of weeks and do we expect all of them or the majority of them to turn up at Addington on Tuesday at the absolute best? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd like to think well, the majority will turn up at their absolute best, not all of them. But, uh, you know, sometimes you go, you have these little setbacks and, and you don't really know they're there until, you know, you, you step out on race day conditions and, and put them under that extra pressure. Uh, and, and especially those good horses because they do their work so well at home. So, uh, you know, and that's what we sort of faced with. We went into races thinking they were pretty good, but they were obviously just themselves. And, uh, you know, consequently, we were just battling a little issue. But, uh, look, I think that's behind us now, Mick, and uh, they think, seem to be coming coming right at the right time. And, uh, and the weather's a little bit more consistent now too. And, uh, yeah, they all seem in a pretty good place to me. You thought this time last year self-assured couldn't be at his best because of dust allergies, potentially dust allergies. He was still outstanding during Cup Week. I think, Mark, it's a stronger Cup Week this year. Where is self-assured at compared with, for example, where he was at when he won the Auckland Cup in the race by Grins back in April and May? Yeah, well, he's certainly flying then, Mick, and, um, you know, he probably just got that little bit of a question mark over him. I couldn't and be overconfident and say that he's going to step out Tuesday and, and he was in that sort of form. But, you know, I have been happy since Ashburton with him and, and I found that, um, you know, his heart rate's getting a little better and a little better and, uh, you know, this morning it was, it was good. So, you know, I just hope we are on the right track but it, it won't be till we step out and, and put him under that stress again that we'll know. But, um, you know, I am pretty happy with him. Mark, the defining moment for Akuta was the Kaikoura Cup, where he's a very brave third. How's he come through that race and your confidence levels from barrier three on the front row, where we know sometimes those down on the inside, and self-assured's in this category too, uh, don't always get the quickest start. Um, how are you feeling about your 28th drive in the New Zealand Cup? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm happy with him, Greg. I, I thought going into Kaikoura, he's still quite big in condition. And, um, you know, I think he benefited from that run. His training's been good this week. It's, you know, he feels a lot sharper than he did at Kaikoura. Um, so, you know, confidence levels are good. But the stand start, he, he stands up well. And he's, he's never, ever, you know, given me any concerns from the stand, even, even when he... We first started practicing him, that he wouldn't begin. He's always been very sensible. 
So, um, yeah, he's, um, you know, it's, it's, it looks like it'll be one of them races too where you'd, you'd want to take a, uh, a handy position early. Um, so, uh, and, and hopefully he can, he can step reasonably quick and, and take, take a handy position. Mark, one horse that will step quickly, the former Miracle Mile winner, the winner of 21 races and $1.8 million spank him. He's in the zone at the moment, isn't he? Yes, he's very good. He's, um, in the private workout Wednesday, I thought he, he, he was probably the pick of the, our team. Um, you know, two miles is not his pet distance, but he's, 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 he's raced well over two miles and, and been placed in both New Zealand and Auckland Cups, but it's not his pet distance, and uh, that'd be the only thing against him. But otherwise, um, you know, he's, he's really at his peak and uh, as well as he's ever been. Mark, you've got big numbers for you and Hayden once again on Cup Day. That's what we come to expect. Uh, numerically, you've got an advantage in the Woodlands Stud Sire Stakes Final and your two best horses in it. Don't stop dreaming who you drive. A dollar sixty favourite and Sherlock to his inside have drawn beautifully. Uh, do you see it being a lead trail scenario? And is Don't Stop Dreaming better than Sherlock? Do you believe for this occasion? Um, I think I'd favour him over the two. Yeah, I think he's a pretty pretty fair horse and his last start second from a bad draw to Merlin was a great run and off off the back of not an ideal prep into the race. So, you know, he's a little bit better from the from that run and um, you know, from a good draw he's he does look the one to beat on paper. Really interesting race, Mark, is the Neverly R Phillies final because True Fantasy's been the best filly of this crop for what feels like about 10 years since it is an extended <laughs> season for these horses. Where's she at and where is Queen of Diamonds at? Because, Mark, I'm going with Queen of Diamonds to beat True Fantasy because I think if they get a fair shot at each other, Queen of Diamonds is going better. Am I wrong, right? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, you know, Probably the two horses that have given us concerns are um, self-assured over the last month. Anyway, self-assured and true fantasy. And uh, as I say, both are a little bit in the same boat. We're not going to know till we step out. But she trained well Wednesday at Addington, and, and she's followed that up with a couple of nice workouts here at home. But uh, as I say, we're just crossing the fingers and just hope we've got her in the right place. I think from the draw, you'd probably you'd probably favour true fantasy. Um, the Queen of Diamonds because she's going to need luck from a one the second line draw. Mark, what's the horse away from the ones we've just discussed you're taking to Addington Tuesday or in fact next Friday where you think this is where it needs to be, this can be winning? Um, probably a filly that's raced really well no matter what. She's uh, been very consistent but I, I felt uh, it would on Wednesday was very, very good at Eddington and, and she um, she worked well again this morning, so I think she's in a very good place. Away from your three in the cup, Mark, um, you've seen all the form. I know you're a great student for the game Australasian-wide. Who's the one to beat? I would think, um, copy that. I think um, he, he's, he'll make a good beginning. Uh, I think Bear will be looking for the front early in the race. And, um, you know, if he, if he makes a reasonably quick beginning and makes the front, I'm sure I think he will be the one to beat. OK, then who's the best chance of the three from the All-Stars? I would have to go with Spankham the way, he's, the way he is. I mean, 
think he's sort of in that miracle mile form uh, when he won that and um, you know, been very, he's just in a great place and, and feeling good and, and you know he's very, very well. Mate, thank you for your time. We know it's a busy weekend coming up, Mark. Um, good luck on Tuesday. Hope all the horses get around safe, which is the most important part. We look forward to seeing you for a proper Cup Day on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, boys. It's Mark Purd, and great to get those thoughts there, Greg, because um, you hear True Fantasy's on the improve. That helps punters. Plenty of want to multi her up. I'm not sure she's a multi. Uh, interesting spank him on top. I can't have him spank him on top as the best of theirs, but you've got to respect Mark's opinion. It, in many ways, that conversation's actually confused me more. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that, isn't there? But you're right, we're going to a New Zealand Cup where the All-Stars was where it started and stopped for the last 10 years. You, you made your definitive decision around what Mark had to say. When he's got self-assured Akuta and Spankham all outside the top two favourites, three favourites for the race, um, it, it's an unusual situation. Will we be surprised if any one of those three wins the Cup? Absolutely not. But if he's going for Spankham as their top tip, um, yeah, I'm a little bit like you, slightly confused. Okay, that's uh, Mark Purden, who, of course, has won a stack of cups. He's looking to equal Ricky May as the record holder for driving wins, but Akuta's going to need to do something special. He technically is only three, although that's a moot point, really, because the seasons have changed. Take a break here. Get your text into double eight double three. your chance to win 50 bucks courtesy of the tab with the bonus bet producer dude. Robbie is going to give us his picks after this, which you almost certainly don't care about, but we're giving him a crack because he's been doing this for about 60 weeks in a row now. Get the text in, double eight double three. your name, your TRB account number, and the code word CUP, who you like in the great race, or why you need $50 before Tuesday. Back on the other side, we'll talk to Team Telfer about their horror cup draws and how they overcome them. Yeah, welcome back to Trot's Talk. A text machine's blowing up. Um, Tim has told us he thinks Ray Green will have tears after copy that wins. Terry is saying, well, he's sticking with Pembroke Playboy because he's a loyal Southlander. Go the mighty South. Well, when the barrier draws came out on Wednesday, Steve Telfer probably wasn't smiling. Steve, as we say good morning to you, what do you make of BD Joe and Ultra Wise Guy? Two very good standing start horses having that weapon potentially taken away from them. Yeah, morning, guys. Um, yeah, look, it was, wasn't ideal, but um, to, that, that's their best attribute, is, uh, especially Ultra Wise Guy, is his beginnings and his uh, manners to put himself in a in a striking position, um, but uh, you know, I had a bit of time to reflect on it now, and um, I'm 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 fairly comfortable with it, and um, um, and what they've got to do in the race on Tuesday. Does it negate or even end their cup winning chances, or from what we saw BD Joe about three starts ago when he roared home, has he got more strings to his bow than maybe he often shows? Because often he ends up in front because he's so quick. Yeah, look, he's he's very good in front, Mick, as we know, but um, he's definitely not a one one dimensional horse. He's um, he's very fast, and he can do a bit of work in his races as well. Um, um, no, I don't I don't think it ends his chances of winning. I'm um, I'm I'm no less confident than I was before. Um, you know, I think he's had a great preparation. They both have. They both had great preparations, and um, they've started in all the major the uh, the major lead ups and, and performed well and. Um, yeah, no, I don't expect any different on, on Tuesday. 
Mate, you and your enormous team can be very proud of what you've achieved. Who's the danger? Who's the horse to beat in the IRT Cup? If we gave you another horse and we said, hey, you can have this for the week, who would you like to see in the Stonewall Stud Colours? Um, yeah, look, I, look, I think I don't. I think the public have got it pretty right. I, I think uh, I think um, the two two main dangers are definitely the Australian horse, uh, Rock and Roll Do. He's been very strong and very good in these races, and the two two miles looks like it'll suit him. And uh, um, copy that manners will um, off the front row will put him in a, a very good position. I think. Steve, what's your best chance of training a winner on Tuesday? BD Joe. Oh, I love it. Hey, Steve, you've done a super job this year, mate. We'll see you there on Tuesday. No worries, mate. Thank you. Love that level of confidence, BD Joe. He could be right. You'll get a nice price if they do. On the subject of prices, we were going to have uh, Matt Peden from the tab on board, but unfortunately we've run out of time. Greg O'Connor, what does he text through to you? Where is the money going for Tuesday? Best back runner of the day, a Hoka LeBron in race two. If you go to the trials, hrnz.co.nz, you'll see his performance in behind Merlin got very close to that horse. So there's been bets of 1,700, a couple at 500. Masterly's been heavily backed in the first. Republican Party, bets of 1,000 a couple of times, one of them each way, 900, 400. Cranbourne's been specced as well in the junior free-for-all. Queen of Diamonds, a couple of decent plays on him. Don't Stop Dreaming, the best and most important horse for all the Maltese. There has been a modicum of support for Merlin as well. Franco Indy's been well-backed. Copy that, the best-backed runner in the Cup. He's at 380 currently. Rock and Roll do with strong support. Akuta with a bit of support. And Old Town Road, the same. And the horse I think's the best bet of the day is in the last. The box seat every Wednesday mobile pace. Here's Herbie. Couple of thousand dollar bets and one of 500 at the $4.50 price. Greg, on the subject of the box seat, of course, is the television show that's going to be up on, I believe, YouTube today. Um, Trackside later, but you can watch it today or tonight once you've settled in after your dinner. And it's a full show with a lot of vision. So what time can can those who want a bit more New Zealand Cup expect to log onto YouTube and Chromecast it if you know how to Chromecast? Yeah, exactly, about mid-afternoon. So between 3 and 4 o'clock, it'll be there. There is a lot of information. All of the major players, particularly in the Cup, we got a chance to have a chat too. So, um, yep, tune in uh, to, to YouTube or check out the Times, your guides uh, for TAB trackside. It'll be played about three times tomorrow and Tuesday morning. Greg, what's your Cup winner? We heard your best bet is in the last on the card. What's your Cup winner? Yeah, I've gone for Rock and Road do just marginally ahead of Majestic Cruiser. I don't know if I'll be allowed on Addington Raceway tipping two Aussies, but, gee, I think they'll both be incredibly hard to beat, Michael. Thank you, mate. We'll see you Tuesday. I've gone copy that over Rock and Roll do. I'm happy to split bet them. I think they'll be lead, outside leader with a lap to go, and it's going to take a special horse to run past them both. Producer dude Robbie, two things from you. Who wins our fitty, and what's your tip in the cup? Well, on the Saturday session with uh, Daniel McCarty and Grant Elliott, they do a segment where uh, sporting bets you want to run a mile from, and that's where I kind of see myself uh, about to tip out a cup winner right now. Please, please ruin someone's cup. Who's it oh, going to yeah, be? So don't listen to me. Listen to Mick and Greg. But um, I, I, ba- I back Mark Burton. I'm going to Cooter. Um, oh, I feel and, sorry for Akuta. That's terrible news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who wins a sorry, Mark. <laughs> um, well, Bruce has gone Akuta because he, he says uh, Mark Burton wins every second year. He's got the momentum. Yeah. So he wins about five out of six years at the moment, but the theory's yeah, okay. I back it. 
Mate, um, thanks for all your help. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next Sunday from Christchurch, which seems like about 10 years away. Can't wait. That's producer dude Robbie. Um, well done to Bruce. You get the $50 bonus bet. Um, SENZ is going to be there on Cup Day. Louis Herman, what a huge team. Josh Jenkins coming across from Australia. I'll be there, so will Greg. Tuesday from midday, join us for SENZ to talk about New Zealand Trotting Cup Day.